just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Ra-da-da. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents, aka Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Trader's Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Murawski and a variety of other things through year two. Guys, I want to take a second to tell you about All Everything Entertainment. They are your home for the latest breaking news and opinions about sports, wrestling, and entertainment. From jock to geek and everyone in between, they will definitely have something for you. As I'm recording this, they have 10 live weekly podcasts that can be watched daily on Facebook, YouTube, or alleverythingentertainment.com. The replays are available on their Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, or iTunes channels. Their shows run the gamut as they talk about the NFL, NBA, NHL, football, movies, bi-weekly top 10 countdowns, paranormal activity, wrestling, WWE, AEW, NJPW, UFC, Bellator, and so much more. These guys, they're just like you. They're passionate individuals who love a variety of subjects, and that's why they started this company in May of 2019, to kind of be a one-stop shop for entertainment. On September 11th, 2020, they made arguably their biggest signing by agreeing to terms with yours truly, the Working Fans Podcast. I was out of work sick, and I was happy to join them as a part of their team you can find them on soundcloud facebook twitter instagram and youtube by searching all everything entertainment or go to all everything for their full schedule and a full list of their shows if you like us you will 100 like them thank you Hi, this is Dave Koji, and this is the Business Journey Podcast, Episode 1. In this podcast, we'll talk about business advice, entrepreneurship, life, and personal growth. And a little bit about me and what we're going to mostly focus on in this podcast is my, my side business, which is food delivery here in Colchester, Connecticut, and also talk about my day job and life in general and how those all mix and what my learning experience have has have been and what I'm learning every day and how that can help you in your journey if you're looking to also pursue a pursue uh, an entrepreneurial type of journey yourself starting your own local business and uh, you want to get a little glimpse and understanding of of the the ups and downs uh, of doing such a thing. So I'll just jump right in here. The food delivery 
is a third-party food delivery service. It's almost like an Uber Eats, if you're not familiar with the service, or if you're not from Colchester. And we are operating out of uh, three towns now. And um, of course, we're always looking for opportunities to grow, but uh, it's always a little bit of a struggle, which we'll talk about later or a different episode. It's always a struggle to grow in other towns with this type of business because not only do you have to convince restaurants to come on board and use your service, but you also have to get the right amount of people to come and uh, drive and join join the company. So it's always that hard mix. And we've looked at other places in the past when we weren't as popular and it's been a little bit of a struggle to marry the restaurants, restaurant onboarding and getting people to drive to support those restaurants. And it's been a little bit easier now, I think because of COVID and that has really driven people to come on board. And that's whether that's a lack of work on their part or if they lost, lost a job or a spouse has lost a job and looking for extra money. Um, this is obviously a good local option for people, and it's got huge flexibility with the people can choose what hours they want to work, uh, what days they want to work. So it's got a lot of flexibility, which draws a lot of people into it. You know, especially if, even if you're not looking for extra money, there's some people on the team that are just looking just to get out of the house, <laughs> right, and do something. And so we have those types of folks as well. But we've we've been in business for three years. And that was kind of, it was a really, to start off with, it was, it was a struggle. It was myself and maybe a handful of other other people, maybe five other people that were doing the deliveries. And I I remember when we first started, um, we had these high hopes. And this is kind of a lesson learned if you're starting a business and you're doing your forecast and your business plan. And the one thing that I learned is that when you're forecasting volume, you have to take in consideration the ramp up period. The ramp up period is 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 the period when you first launch a business, and up until the point where there's enough people who know you and are using your service. And between that time, there's a lot of lull. There's a lot of downtime. It feels like you're stagnant for a while, and I remember points of thinking that I wanted to shut down the business. I remember very vividly, I was in the parking lot of Papa Z's and I was there for a couple of hours without a delivery. This was when I was delivering myself. And I was sitting there and I was like, man, I, I think I made a huge mistake. I think, I don't think this will work. I don't think people like it. I'm really just wasting my time, um, but I stuck it out. and. Uh, so I kind of going back to the forecasting, you got to make sure that you're not forecasting what the steady state future will be, where you've hit your plateau and you're rising steadily. You have to be able to forecast the first six months or a year at least where you're not having much and it's a slow trajectory. And that's really important from a cash flow perspective, because if you're not giving enough cash flow to to over, overcome the burn of, of, of your bank account, uh, then, then you'll shut down, not because you, you want to, but because you don't have enough money to sustain it. 
But anyway, so when I was in the parking lot and I was thinking to myself, geez, this is such a bad idea. It's not going to work. Uh, I, I didn't give up on it. I don't know why I didn't give up on it, but uh, I kind of convinced myself that I just need to give it more time. And at the, and at the time, it's, I didn't know how much more time. <laughs> and that's what happens with anything. It happens with the weight loss in your life. It's with relationships. Things take time, but you don't know how much time. And that's when people give up because if they don't have, if they're not given a, if they're not seeing the finish line, if it's not defined, it's very, very difficult to stay motivated uh, and inspired to do so. It's almost like, uh, okay, I'm not seeing the finish line. This is going to take forever. It's never going to happen, but it, it will happen. And, and um, so anyway, we'll get to the point where it happened for, for food delivery. But yes, in the parking lot, I just I said to myself, um, what, why are you doing it? And this is this is very important too, is why are you starting a business? Why are you doing anything? Why am I doing this podcast? Why are you doing it? And you have to do it for the right reasons. And you have to do it outside of how many likes you get. You have to do it outside how much money you're gonna make. It has to be something fulfilling. And not for monetary gain. So food delivery was created because my family needed it. And we needed it with four little kids. And we we needed it because we're, we're busy and we prefer having the, uh, ha- having the ability to stay home and not have to venture out or wait at a restaurant. We can stay here and enjoy our, our family. And especially if you have a hard day, you don't wanna cook, you don't wanna go out. It's really a handy uh, service. So I, I said to myself, um, I know I'm, I know we're going to use it at the very least. So, and I know if there's other people in our situation, other families, older folks, people with injuries or, or whatever it might be, who will need this too? Who may not know us yet? Does everyone know us? And I think you have to really give yourself a couple years. And I know might, that might sound daunting, like, wow two or three years to really find yourself really or the or the community to find you your customers to find you but it may take that long but if you're out for monetary gain if you're trying to do this with the with the only with the only reason is to make money and you're not making money within the first three to four months you're probably going to quit but if you're doing it for a larger bigger reason than this this the, the money then you have a shot I'm not saying that you will succeed uh, and not give up, but you have a much better opportunity to succeed if you have your why, if you know your why, what's your purpose of your business. And and that goes for everything. It's, it's even this podcast. I, I would love to have this podcast, not, not to get likes and, and so forth, but uh, I want to help people, maybe inspire people, uh, set them on the right path, but also have something for my kids to look back on not look back on, like, well, kind of look back on, but hear back on, so they could have this and hear me or, or my grandchildren. And so think of, don't think of things or don't measure yourself by by these arbitrary metrics, right? Um, think about even like when you're working out or you're getting healthy, uh, think about having more stamina to, to play with your kids outside or have less back pain because you're losing your your belly fat think of those things it's about the quality of life about helping others and then you'll find it in you to be like okay 
I don't care if people think this sucks <laughs> or or not. I like it. It's the people I know like it. It's providing. It's helping others. And I think if you can help a couple people to start out with, and they say, "Look, you got something great here," then stick with it. There's going to be bad times. There's always going to be bad times.、It's, even times now, after three years of food delivery, I'm like, "Do, do I really want to do this? <laughs> is this is this really what I want to do?" Because it's a huge commitment. And fortunately, I have a lot more help now, which which lessens the load.、And、I'm very grateful for those individuals, but、um, it's still it's a daily it's a daily grind. It's it's another child when you have your own business, and, and it's especially when you have your own business with a day job and a family.、Um, it can take its toll, and, and sometimes those lines are blurred. But I think that if One one thing you cannot do if we、uh, have a day job and you have a side business, you really have to set boundaries for yourself. You cannot let one struggle. So, and you have to really understand what your what what the、uh, especially when it comes to your income. I mentioned money is not important for your side business, but it is important for your day job. If that's of course bringing in money for your family to put food on the table, that's more important. And so you have to make sure that you're giving your attention and your focus and your energy on your day job, just so you're not going to lose that income that your family desperately needs、uh, to to stay afloat. But when you're working on your business, you want to make sure that you're focused on your business and you are being attentive to customer needs, to your team's needs. You're giving them the right systems, processes. You're clearing roadblocks. You're creating an amazing culture.、Uh, I'll talk about culture a lot. And you want to just make sure that, or even when, and also when it comes to your family, when you have family time. This I struggle with this. This is a big struggle for me. Is not looking at my phone, not looking at my laptop when my kids are talking to me, when my wife's talking to me, when I'm playing with them. It's very hard for me. I'm very focused on business because it's such a passion of mine. But I've made a commitment to my wife. I made a commitment to my children that I'll be raising them and, and creating the best people I can. And I want them to see how what hard work hard work looks like when it comes to business and being able to have a good、uh, a balance between everything that you do. Because it's a it's an amazing skill, and to be kind, compassionate to others, and to help others who are in need, all those things that comes with being a parent is is vitally important.、Uh, so that's a big struggle for me. I probably talk about that more in another podcast, but it's very important that you are focused on what you need to get done. That's right in front of you, and try to avoid distractions as much much as possible. So I think if you can avoid distractions, if you can even set a schedule for yourself throughout the day,、uh, even if you have a lunch period and you have an hour for lunch or wherever it might be, where you where you need to focus on sending some business emails out or creating something for your business that's required or whatever whatever it might be, that's okay. If you're scheduling that in, if you're making time for it, and you're When you're focused on your business, you're focused on your business. When you're focused on your day job, you're focused on your day job. And when you're focused on your family, you are focused only on your family. So the family life in all this is 
it's quite interesting. And, and I don't know that everyone can do it. And I said, for me, it's a struggle because I love my family and my kids, but I love my business. It's, it's another child. And in some instances, the business is more needy than the children, <laughs> although not very often. Uh, again, three years of doing this every day, for the most part, you, you develop great relationships with uh, the people on your team. You are able to make your work, uh, you're able to make your business more efficient, so it's less time commitment. Uh, more automation is, is incredible for your business to do things. Let systems do what you what you manually would do prior. And there are many things in your business that can be automated. I guarantee that's not right now. Uh, process improvement, are there is there waste in your process? Are you are you doing certain things within a process or doing steps that are, are necessary? You have to look at that. So a lot of things that you have to take into consideration when it comes to making your time more efficient and by being an active participant in the improvement process and just really paying attention and, and really keeping an ear out for people that are providing feedback as well and just allowing them to, uh, to open your open your ears, shut your mouth, as I say. I think Judge Judy said that. <laughs> so uh, just be open to new ideas and I love ideas from the team. I, I actually actively solicit them and I, I just appreciate it. And so I, I do want to keep... Well, I don't know if I'm going to do this every time, but I would like to keep the podcast to 15 minutes, but it might extend to a little bit longer. I know I have a lot more to say, but that's why I have more podcasts. So thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Take care.